the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Pat Fittucci says, don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Fatucci & Associates. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. Welcome to another edition of Don't Invest and Forget, the program that each and every week helps you keep your finger on the pulse of your money from Wall Street to Main Street to your wallet. Our host, 30-plus year financial manager, Pat Fatucci. Well, Pat, we hear from our listeners, and it's quite interesting, sort of the cornucopia of folks out there in the audience, everything from folks already at retirement who tune in to receive insights and information about how to properly manage their retirement dollars, to folks that are just getting started, other people that perhaps are married in the middle of their working career and have never taken the time to really sit down and develop a financial plan. They're not yet really certain how they're going to make it at retirement. For those folks, maybe you can spend some time today Pat, taking a look at how to develop a financial strategy or a financial plan. Well, we probably have the ingredients in our house somewhere, Craig. In the bottom kitchen drawer is one statement. In the top bedroom drawer in your sock drawer is another statement. (laughs) You've been going through my house again, haven't you? (laughs) Your stock certificates are between the mattress. You have a lockbox with a couple gold bars and grandma's ring and maybe a deed In the garage, in that hidden place behind the uh, two-by-fours, when my grandfather died, my grandmother found a whole bunch of money in in the garage behind some two-by-fours. My point is we've got things strewn about. God forbid we die tomorrow, our family would be in complete disarray. But more importantly, let's hope for a long-lasting life. And we want to put together kind of a roadmap, a financial plan that documents all these various pieces. For all of our clients, we prepare a financial plan, which is an inventory of all of our assets, all our liabilities. Kind of an eye-opener, Craig. And many times when we prepare these, it's enlightening to the client. It's certainly all new to me when I see these, but they look as surprised as I do when I look at these numbers. It's like the first time they've ever looked at these numbers. It sounds like, Pat, one of the most important key first steps is to gather all this information 
information together. Wherever you have it located or hidden or strewn about the house, related to not just where your assets might be, but your liabilities as well. How much money do you owe on the house? How much money is owed on the car payments? Really get that sense of what your assets are, what your liabilities are, as that all-important first step when they come in perhaps and sit down for a one-on-one meeting working toward developing a long-term financial plan. The other thing I have to mention is we have found many prospects who call us and come in for that no-cost, no-obligation consultation. The stock certificates, which are negotiable securities, are many times not put in lockboxes, just kind of tucked away somewhere. And if they're lost, that money is gone. And I have seen clients walk in with folded envelopes that contain some very valuable stock certificates worth hundreds of thousands of dollars just kind of casually tossed about in with your PG&E bills and your Blue Cross and Blue Shield bills. Oh, by the way, what is this, Pat? And they bring out a stock certificate worth a lot of money. And here we are with some very important elements that can direct and drive a financial plan one way or the other. So I want to caution listeners to be very careful You don't want to lose statements. There's not somebody that's going to call you tomorrow and say, hey, Craig, you know, they just don't make those calls. All right. So once we've gathered together all that important information of our assets and our liabilities, what's the next important step, Pat, when it comes toward developing a plan toward retirement? We really want to look at the assets and understand the risk levels, certainly. Do you have a lot of overlapping risk? Do you have too much in stocks or too much in bonds? Does it still fit your appetite for risk? Given your age today, well, what kind of risk levels should you take? And are they the right sectors of the market given where the economy is today? We talk about don't invest and forget. It really speaks to what sectors are your monies in today and are they participating in this wonderful market that we're having? And that includes, by the way, Craig, old 401ks, old IRAs at the bank, You have a Roth at the credit union. Assets kind of strewn about. So you want to gather your assets together and put together a net worth statement. So clearly assets are the first primary ingredient. And then you look at your liabilities. What kind of mortgage debt do you have? Do you have Visa MasterCard debt? Do you have a car loan? Do you have a boat loan? Do you have a motorcycle loan? And we want to look at what does that debt look like? So we look at your net worth statement, both assets and liabilities, and then build a roadmap to how to improve on either the asset growth or shrinking the liability side review of how to drive the debt number down and the asset number up. Now, many of us watched our parents and our grandparents successfully retire, perhaps on a pension or Social Security alone. But that in recent years has changed dramatically, and many baby boomers really need to consider what they're going to do in addition to their Social Security check in order to retire. And hopefully the answer, Craig, is not, I'm going to work until I'm 87 years old. We'd like to at least slow things down. Maybe our health will not even allow us to work beyond what used to be considered normal. I mean, this age of 65, you know, guess what? Our health is allowing us to work longer and we're getting value out of working, not just for money anymore. We frequently are in a position to work because we enjoy it. A lot of my clients enjoy working and don't necessarily need the money, but they enjoy the social experience and the value they're adding to people's lives. And so it really is a way to evaluate not only income management, but time management also comes into play, Craig. 
time management. That often is a big barrier for many investors today. They simply don't have the time to sort of mind the store, so to speak, and so they take the autopilot approach. They maybe establish a 401k at work or set up an IRA, start setting money aside, they've bought a plan here or there, and then it's been years since they've gone back and revisited the performance of those plans. How dangerous is that? Well, it's dangerous, and guess what? It's very common. Sadly, people are very diligent and studious in saving money, but they may not be passionate or interested enough to redeploy where those dollars are going. And so to redirect, to adjust that portfolio as often as we need to based on changing market conditions. Don't invest and forget simply says what was a good idea last quarter Maybe a terrible idea this quarter. Large company stocks sometimes are very favorable and sometimes small company stocks or bonds or mortgages or utilities or emerging markets is sometimes the preferred place to have our clients' monies. And so many times if you're an engineer, you're, if you're a doctor, you're a plumber, you're a teacher, you're very passionate about the work you do and you may not have any passion in readjusting your portfolio. It's not a question of being smart enough to, you just don't have the time or the energy or the passion to reflect on where the markets are going today. And that's where we want to grow the money in good markets and preserve it in declining markets. And that really is critically important because as you point out, Pat, so often folks just simply don't have the time or perhaps, Pat, don't have a sense of confidence in the decisions that they might make related to the purchase of stocks and bonds and their appetite for risk and what exactly is a good balanced portfolio for them. And then to sit there and to invest the time weekly, monthly, managing the performance of that portfolio. Craig, I think you hit it right on the head. It's really the confidence. It's not a question of intelligence. It's the confidence that they have today to make those reallocations. And and we end up procrastinating. And meanwhile, Market sectors come and market sectors go in terms of how favorable they are today. And sadly, we get a lot of listeners come in and they come in. It's like confession. I have to admit, Pat, I invested and forgot. I wanted to do it, but, you know, I was tired at nine o'clock at night when I finally sat down to watch a half an hour of the news. And you're not going to sit there and figure out, okay, should I move my money from large caps to small caps or to bond funds? You got to do it with a fresh mind. And first thing in the morning, you're off running to work or weekends, you've got a lot of activities going on. So it tends to be the last thing you do or you don't do it at all. Now, if folks would like to schedule one of those financial life checkups, what does it cost for that? Greg, there's a whopping cost of $0. It's a public service. We are an educational radio show. We like to bring good ideas to our listeners. And guess what? In most cases, after we do that free financial checkup, we can many times find ways and improve performance, improve it from so many angles, because in many cases, either we've provided some value to that listener, we are confident that many of those listeners who come in will see some value in our services. To take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review that Pat spoke of just a moment ago, why not call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-PLAN-WISE. Easier still, you can schedule your appointment conveniently online by going to DontInvestAndForget.com. That's DontInvestAndForget.com. 
In addition to scheduling your appointment online, you'll also find a number of resources available through the Investor Education tab, including articles and topics such as what we've discussed today on the program. Again, that's don'tinvestandforget.com to get more information or to schedule your complimentary appointment in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Don'tinvestandforget.com. Pat Vitucci says, Don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. On this edition of Don't Invest and Forget, Pat Vitucci walking us through some of the critical risks to avoid going to and through retirement. I know, Pat, one of your major pet peeves is the concern over folks that are either not insured at all or inadequately insured. Speak to that point, if you would. Long-term care expenses is always a threat to a portfolio. We know a long-term care confinement, a nursing home confinement, can be as much as ten grand a month. That can erode even the best-funded portfolio. And so we've got to be real cautious about, should I buy one of those expensive long-term care policies, or am I going to decide to self-fund it? It's a consideration that needs some serious arithmetic, and we do that for our clients on a regular basis. You've got to have some emergency money, just like in life and retirement, there are unexpected major expenses. Your car is going to break down. Your furnace is going to go. Your water heater. Kids are going to need help. Maybe there's a medical issue that needs nursing in your home. So unexpected major expenses can have another threat to retirement. There's a myth we will spend less in retirement. And I want to reinforce it is a myth. I have seen many clients over my 30 plus years have wonderful time spending money on cruises and trips to Europe and trips to Hawaii and fancy cars. You'll spend differently. There's no question. You're not going to be spending in the same patterns when you're working. But there is a myth that you will be spending less in retirement. Think of retirement as three 10-year periods. There's the go-go period. That's the first 10 years vacationing and traveling and playing tennis and playing golf. And it's like Disneyland for adults. The second 10 years are called the slow-go years. You're slowing down a little bit. You're not traveling as much, having more doctor's appointments, maybe getting some treatments for this or that. So you're going to spend less. And then the last 10 years are the no-go years. You're not going many places. You're watching a whole lot more TV. You're sitting on the front porch. Understandably, your spending patterns change considerably. You're spending much more money on medical treatments, prescriptions, perhaps maybe physical therapy. Think of your life as the next 30 years in 10-year increments, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. Another threat to your retirement is taking a loan out on your 401k later in your life. It's pretty significant dent in your retirement nesting when you take a loan out on your 401k or your 403b. Certainly if there's medical reasons that you need to, certainly it makes sense, but you don't want to take a loan out to put a swimming pool in your backyard or take that trip to Hawaii or give kids some money for a down payment on a house or buy them a car. Those are really threats to your ongoing issues. How about being, being too conservative in your investing portfolio? That's always an issue. You've got to take some risk, some exposure to stock markets. My gosh, look at the last year. I mean, it's just been an incredible year. Albeit it was a very unusual year. We shouldn't get lulled into thinking we're always going to make 25%. It is very odd. But when the markets go crazy like they have for the last year, 
you kind of need to participate because guess what? The next year or two might be the exact opposite. That's an issue. What age is the right age to retire? Retiring too early can have a profound effect on the chunk of money you're going to live on. If you live to be 80, 90, 100, will your money last? Have you done the, the full review of the practicality of how long your money's going to last? We've got some really sophisticated software that will give you probability of success of not running out of money. It's really worked well for a lot of our clients for many, many years. And it's scary, true numbers. It's not through rose-colored glasses. It's really a reality check. So if you, if you have any guess about, will my money last me, give us a call. We'll run your numbers through our software, and it'll give you a brutally honest answer. Pat, you touched on a number of really key points that all of us need to be mindful of when it comes to protecting the wealth that we have built, that nest egg, to carry us to and through retirement, and avoiding all the risks that we can reasonably avoid along the way. I would suppose that part of that risk protection is also to make sure that we are, in fact, properly protected. You'd spoke about some key types of insurance, like long-term care insurance, but what about other arenas of life that require insurance, like life insurance or adequate property insurance? Yeah, nobody, nobody likes insurance. Nobody likes to pay for insurance. You know, just insurance has a bad, bad stigma. But you're absolutely right. <clears throat> Without adequate life insurance, I mean, we're all going to die someday. What happens to your pension? Does your surviving spouse continue at that pension or does it die with you? How about property and casualty? Is your home adequately protected for earthquakes or other kinds of catastrophes? Condos are notoriously a place where retirees end up living parts of the last part of their life. What kind of shape is your condo association in should devastation happen? Is it properly funded? Is it properly reserved? If you're still working, you have disability coverage. You're a physician or an attorney or any, any, anybody with a special skill, and you can't conduct business as usual because of disability, do you have disability coverage? Really important stuff, but again, it's not sexy to talk about insurance, especially when you're on a limited budget, but my gosh, they're really key issues. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Craig. I guess the last item I'd like to touch on is inflation. This year, particularly, we're going to have upwards of 5% inflation. They're talking about a cost of living adjustment for Social Security checks starting January of 2022 to be in the neighborhood of 5%. It's been normally one point nothing percent adjustment to your Social Security check, which generally means, you know, $12.18. But this year, they're talking about a 5% bump up on our Social Security checks. So we can't ignore inflation. Is your portfolio keeping up with inflation? Again, having some exposure to the stock markets, which generally keep up with inflation. And the last item I think is non-financial thing, but I've been coaching retirees for 30 years. And I got to tell you about half of them, about 50% flunk retirement. They get bored. They go back to work in some way, shape or form. So what is your plan for activity in retirement? Boredom sets in after the second week, I mean, it really creeps up pretty fast. You wake up at 7 o'clock, you have your coffee, you read the paper, watch the news. It's 8.30. Nobody emails you anymore. Nobody texts you anymore. You don't get voicemails. Your voicemail, you keep checking. There's nobody there. What do you do? You've got to have a plan whether you're going to donate your time to your passion. You're going to help out in some way, shape, or form. 
You can't play golf every day. You can't play tennis every day. You can't play pickleball every day. Your body just doesn't allow it. So you've got to have some plan of action to keep you motivated and keep you strong and keep you intellectually engaged. Statistics say in the first year, a large percentage of people will have a heart attack in the first year because they've, they've not adjusted to retirement. And so before you retire, put together a real serious plan of action. You can't keep alphabetizing the herb tray in your kitchen. You can't clean the garage out every week. My idea of cleaning my garage out, I move everything from the left side to the right side and I sweep it out and I feel good. You can't do that every other week. That just doesn't work. You'll drive your spouse crazy by hanging around. You can't hang out with your kids. They've got lives. They're busy. So it'd be nice to think you're going to see them every day, but that's not going to happen. So lots of interesting threats to retirement. Give our offices a call if any of those items I've touched on kind of resonates with you. We'd be glad to walk you through some of those things. We've been coaching retirees for over 30 years. We've seen a lot of successful retirements. And I said, we've seen people fail. And so you want to make sure that doesn't happen to you. Pat Fittucci says, don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. Welcome back. I'm Pat Vitucci. My special guest today is Lynn Schreiber. Lynn is of a group called Revolutionize Retirement. She's a speaker and a certified retirement coach with a dream to revolutionize the entire concept of retirement, one boomer at a time. Lynn, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. I'm glad to be here. Lynn, you've got a very ambitious goal there is to revolutionize the entire concept of retirement. What is Thank a certified you. retirement coach? Certified retirement coach is someone who is, who is a, already a life coach. So I'm a certified life coach, and I went for additional training to be trained to administer something called the Retirement Success Profile, which is a quite extensive planning tool. And it really helps get a, the big picture of where they are today and what their views are about retirement and what areas, aspects of their lives might need some buffing up in order to make a smooth transition into what's next for them. So this is a new invention. I mean, my parents did not have a a retirement coach. My parents didn't have a retirement coach either, and they probably could have used one. You know, I call myself a retirement revolutionary, and there's very good reason for that. When I started to look ahead in my early 50s to, you know, what was coming, which was that thing called retirement at that arbitrary age called 65, I just didn't want to go there. And I couldn't really understand why until I really took a look back at my role models. And my role models were, one, my father, who worked hard his entire life, and he had huge dreams about what he was going to accomplish and where he was going to go and things he was going to do when he retired at the age of 65. Only at the age of 63, he developed acute lymphocytic leukemia, and from the time he was diagnosed to the time he passed was 10 days, gone. All of those dreams went with him. So it was like, okay, well, the lesson there is <laughs> live today. Don't wait for some arbitrary age to start living your dream, doing what you really want to do. And then my mom went to work after my father died uh, for the federal government, and she could not wait to get out of there, to retire. So she took early retirement at 62. And she, I guess, had sort of that traditional model of, oh, gosh, Gwen, you've worked hard all of your life. You should now rest and play, you know, have a good time. But she didn't really have a plan for how she wanted to live her life. God bless her. She just passed earlier this year at the age of 85. And for 23 years, I watched her really so slowly kind of contract from life. And I've seen it with clients. I have a client who was vibrant and brilliant and retired and seven years into retirement was sleeping most of the 
time, was napping most of the time. So it's really important to have not just your financial plan, but a life plan, a lifestyle plan. Most of us work so hard. My vision of retirement is taking a nap every day. A short nap is good. I have a lot of clients who are burnt out by the time they leave their current work life. And absolutely, take time, rejuvenate, do whatever. But it's important to have that be temporary and to really look ahead to how do you really want to be spending your time? So is this therapy, Lynn? Is there a fine line here between therapy and coaching? I don't think there's a fine line. I think there's a very distinct line for me and many therapists. So any therapist listening, please, I don't want to get cards and letters. But just a very simple distinction between therapy and coaching is that therapy often deals with the past something that's happened in the past and how do you examine it and then heal it so that you can move forward in your life. And coaching really doesn't deal with that. What we're concerned about is where are you right today in your life? Where do you want to be? How big is that gap? And what needs to happen in order to close that gap, in order for you to actually achieve and move to where you want to go? So if I have a therapist, my fellow employees may snicker, but if I have a retirement coach, I may be really pretty cool. You are cool if you have a coach. Lynn, in your material, you say money is not the most important requirement for a thriving retirement. Money is not what is. Well, I want to be really clear because I don't want to get cards and letters about this one either from financial planners and advisors. Money is very important. Equally important is that it's vital, crucial that you have a purpose. If you're leaving your work life particularly, if you leave your work life behind and you're moving into this great big black hole, as I've had a lot of male clients say to me, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm facing the big black hole. It's vital that you create a purpose that will really pull you out of bed in the morning. Do males kind of define themselves as what we do? And I suspect females are getting into this issue as well, because females have had obviously wonderful careers for the last many, many years. And then when we stop working, we figure out if we're not this job title person anymore, what are we? What value do we have? Is there like a mental crisis that sets in? There's definitely a mental crisis, and I think it was very true in our parents' days that, you know, the men hit the brick wall. You know, they felt like their lives were over when they stopped working, and for many of them, their lives were over because they didn't know what else to do with themselves. But what I find with boomers, because so many of us women have had thriving careers over the years, that when I made the transition from my current work life into what I call my first retirement, which is what I'm doing now... I was stunned that when I stopped working, how much of my identity was tied up in. I could no longer say, I'm a television producer. I couldn't do that anymore. It was like, oh, no, who am I if I'm not a television? So part of my journey, and I think it's very important for people to really take the journey to discover who you are, because this next stage of life, whether you're continuing to work or working in a different form or volunteering or doing whatever, it's the perfect opportunity to really grow who you are and have it be about being instead of about doing, which is so much of what our culture is about, especially up to this point in our lives. Sadly, we hear so many people who are counting the days down to retirement like this. There's some panacea. We're sailing on the ocean and running on the beach every day and playing golf and playing tennis. And then we get this abrupt, rude awakening. It's not that at all. And we really need something else to fulfill ourselves. Yeah, well, it's interesting. There are lots of benefits of work, a lot of them. But there are five that are really important that as you're planning what's next for you after you leave your current work life, that you bring those along with you. One of them, of course, is remuneration, right? It's money, and that that is the money part of retirement, which is important. So when you go to work every day, you get a paycheck at some point every week or month or whatever. So it's important to have money coming in so that your needs and your wants are taken care of. But there are also four other benefits of work. One of them is time management. And what we 
we see so often in people who retire without a plan. So people either fall into the big black hole and start sleeping more and more or watching TV more and more and aren't really being productive, or they go the other way and they create nothing but busyness, okay? So, okay, at ni- and this happens a lot in Sun City types places. At 9 o'clock, we play shuffleboard. At 10 o'clock, we play pinochle. At 11 o'clock, we do this. 12 o'clock is lunch, and your whole day is planned, mm-hmm. and every day pretty much looks like the day before, and it looks like you're active and vital, but basically, you're just filling up time. It's a just different way. You're not napping. You're filling it up with busyness. So that's time management. When you work, there's some place you have status, right? Whether you're the CEO of where you work or you're the janitor, there's some place in the greater scheme where you fit. And it's very important when you leave your work to have some place in the community where you fit. Connection, socialization, you're out, you're being with people. You may not like all the people that you work with, but at least you're being, you're, you're socialized every single day of your life. You're connecting with other human beings. And the final one, which I believe if you create this in your life, which I've already spoken about, which is purpose, then the other three items will automatically fall into place. Special guest Lynn Schreiber of Revolutionized Retirement. She's a speaker and a certified retirement coach. Lynn, let's talk about marriage retirement. Is that like gasoline and matches? <laughs> what is that a crash course? That is exactly the thing I hear the most often. So the good news is you guys are talking about it. And that's the biggest thing I see is how many people, how many couples retire or one retires and the other one doesn't or they retire together or shortly thereafter and they've never even had the conversation. And he thinks, oh, goody, we're going to buy an RV and travel around the country. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to stay home and garden and be with the grandchildren. It's a complete disconnect there. So you're halfway there if you've at least opened up the conversation. There's a statistic out there from a survey done for the AARP by Roper ASW. Uh, in 2004, that 76% of all boomers, 90% of those who are married, expect to spend most of their retirement years living with a partner. And that's great, except none of us knows how long we're going to be here. And how often, you know, have you seen people retire again, the guy or the gal, one of them dies or gets ill within a relatively short period of time. And the other partner who thought they were going to have a partner for most or all of their retirement is sort of at a loss. So when I work with couples, I separate them. I work with them individually first to go through the process of discovering exactly what would bring them joy, exactly how they envision their retirement. And then I bring them together and we start to look at where are the places of overlap and where are the places of disconnect. And it doesn't mean that you have to be connected to the hip, right? You know, I think it's really important that each member of the couple, especially if you have different interests, that you pursue what is important to you and then you find the places where you come together. And as far as your wife not traveling, in my most recent Retire Retirement Boot Camp, I had a woman who wanted to write novels and her partner wanted to travel. She wanted to stay home and write and he wanted to travel all the time. And I said to her, it occurs to me that you have a lot of life experience and you're going to write about as much of it as you can, but at a certain point you're going to run out of things to write about. And wouldn't traveling around the world give you new things to write about? She was like, what a great idea. So she's now traveling some of the time, not all of the time, but some of the time. And you can go and travel by yourself sometimes. What you're talking about, it's more of a retiring to instead of retiring from. Is, is that kind of the cultural dynamic shift we're looking at here? Yes, exactly. I think that in the past, we retired from our work and that was sort of it. We did whatever it was we thought we were supposed to do. That's hard to do, especially if you like your work or if you're afraid of what's next. It's really hard to move out of something. 
it's much easier and much more fun to move towards something that you're looking forward to. It would be a really good idea to figure out what's that next thing that I'm really looking forward to in order to help you move out. The other thing I want to say about retirement, even if you have a plan, sometimes if you're just leaving work stone cold, sometimes people go to four days, three days, two days, they kind of ease themselves out of work which for a lot of people is a good idea if they can arrange it with their workplace. And I encourage clients to plan like some big trip if they like to travel, something that when they leave the work, before they get into what they've planned, they have something that's a nice segue. So I have a client who wanted to immerse herself in the Spanish language. And so she went to Peru for a month, this fabulous trip that she planned, and lived with the family and immersed herself. And it was just a nice transition. She left work one day. A day later, she was on the plane going. And then when she came back, she had the beginnings of what she had planned for what was going to be next to her. It wasn't just this, boom, I'm out of work. Now what? You mentioned in our last segment lessons you've learned caring for your mom, who sadly passed on last year. Talk to us about some of those experiences. My mom has been ill for a number of years. She had metastasized breast cancer in her spine, and it had been arrested for the growth of the cancer had been arrested for about three and a half years. At the end of last year, she started not feeling well, not eating again. The cancer had reactivated. They were trying another hormone treatment. And in March, she fell and broke her hip. And it was discovered that the cancer had literally exploded all over her body. So she spent five weeks in hospice care in our home with me as the primary caregiver. And this was after she spent a year with us four years ago when she first was diagnosed and was very ill, and she actually got healthy and ended up in her own apartment and having a, having a life again. When she lived with us for that year, it became very clear to me that the first thing I did was throw out all of my foundation for the day, the things that really support me, my morning routine, because I was so focused on taking care of her. And then three or four years later, when it happened again, only this was now a really finite period of time. We knew she only had weeks to live. I did exactly the same thing. So I'm not sure how I would have done it differently, but particularly if it's going to be long-term care that you're providing, caregiving that you're providing for a loved one, whether it be a spouse or a parent, I recommend that you get help, you get support in creating time for yourself that gives you the strength and fills you up so that you have something to give, so that you're not running on empty. Lest we take care of ourselves, we're no good to the people that we're, we're supposed to be taking care of. Lynn, we have a couple minutes left. You talk about retirement years as the third half of your life. How do you get a third half? It's attitude. Again, none of us knows how long we have. If we've already lived two halves, and if we approach these next years as if we have another half of life, whether it's five years or 50, whatever, it gives us a whole different approach than those mornings that I wake up and go, oh my gosh, the bulk of my life is behind me. And that's kind of a scary place to be. So I really look at, I don't know how much time I have left. And I really want to make the most of every single day, which we should have been doing all along. And, you know, and a lot of us are guilty of not having done. So just approach it like you still have another half of life and go for it. Go for all those things that you've always wanted to do that you haven't been able to do or were afraid to do. Oh my gosh, don't be afraid. Be fearless. My very special guest today, Lynn Schreiber of Revolutionized Retirement. She's a speaker. She's a certified retirement coach with a dream to revolutionize the entire concept of retirement one boomer at a time. When you work, there's some place you have status, right? Whether you're the CEO of where you work or you're the janitor, there's some place in the greater scheme where you fit. And it's very important when you leave 
need your work to have some place in the community where you fit. Connection, socialization, you're out, you're being with people. You may not like all the people that you work with, but at least you're being, you're, you're socialized every single day of your life. You're connecting with other human beings. And the final one, which I believe if you create this in your life, which I've already spoken about, which is purpose, then the other three items will automatically fall into place. If there's any questions, call our toll-free number, one plan wise That's 1-888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. We offer a no-obligation financial health checkup. Call our toll-free number today, one plan wise That's 1-888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Lynn, I very much enjoyed our session today and appreciate it. Thank you, Pat. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of Bay Area offices of Atucci & Associates near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources is deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.